When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all. Let's talk about the cat, the myth, the legend, Puss in Boots. Y'all know Puss in Boots, boy. First showing up in Shrek, at least that version of him that we know. Some people say the best version of Puss in Boots. You know, not that old fairy tale punk ass that we got over there. <laughs> no, this this hero right here, this dashing hero who fears nada. And cannot be defeated. Nope. No, you know, and people say, what man, what is the secret? Puss, what is the secret behind such bravery? Such 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 charisma, the way you just charge into danger. And what makes you so damn undefeatable? Well, folks, a little bit of immortality helps. <laughs> Except he's not immortal. People, that is a cat. You would think he's immortal as many times as he's dying, but he's dying so much because my man has those nine lives right there. And, you know, fame and his mythos and his legend has gone to his head so much that, boy, he got down to that eighth life and was not counting at all. He said, <laughs> he said, oh, puss gonna live forever. <laughs> he said, my next week gonna be called Puss Immortal. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he's, he's pretty aware now. Now, now he's feeling his mortality because now that he's down to his eighth life, he's got one more, one more life left. And the doctor says, you know, it's like when somebody, when they tell you, it's like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Mm -hmm. You know, you go back in that ring one more time, mm -hmm. You're going to die. And they said, push, you go back out there one more time and you waste that last life. It's over. No more adventures. No more life. Period. You're gone. And what a shame. You know, he ends up like that. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to a cat that's uh, an adventuring cat that's down on his eighth life? Boy, it's a sad, it's a sad reality. He ends up in a in the house of a cat lady. Wearing mittens on his on all four feet. <laughs> but there was word out there that there is the last wishing star fell somewhere on Earth. All he needs is a map to find it. And boom, problem solved. Easy. Get that star. Make one wish for more lives. The only problem is, is that everybody else has heard about that star. You got a whole bunch of other fairytale characters out there trying to go for the same thing, including an old rivalry and an old flame. Uh, Y'all remember old, who is that? Kitty Softpaws? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she's after it too. Can old Puss find the map before everybody? Or will he have to work with everyone to find it and figure out a way to betray the ass because you know how they are. <laughs> there is no honor among thieves or adventurers. Let's go ahead and take a look at Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and we will be back with our review. 
We are gathered here today to say goodbye to Pussyboots. Pussyboots, you are down to your last life. You need to retire. Oh. oh, brother cats, sister kitties, meet your new roommate. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be a fearless hero, a legend. This is a person party. That's your party. So this is where dignity goes to die. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Your puss in boots? Let's talk. <sighs> No hablo inglés. ¿Hablas español? Yo también. Ah, oh, ¿de dónde eres? ¿Te gustan las fiestas? I don't speak Spanish either. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, What's your story? My story. What are we looking at? That's <laughs> nine lives. What? 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 Oh, I think you set the oven too high. Now I am on my last life. Oh no. Legend tells of a wishing star, of a single wish waiting to be granted. Kitties of Boss, I need your help. Is the great posing Boots asking for help? Well, you see, uh... <laughs> Kitty, please! That wish could get me my life's back. Okay, okay, Possum Face, I won't make you back. But first... Ah! Hey, slow down! I know what I'm doing. <laughs> what? What? What's funny? Nothing should be funny. Get the Everyone is looking for the wishing star. I'm going to wish for everything to be just right. One and two cafe, you will find your reward does not come easily. Put in boots. Goldie. Bears. All right, let's get it over with. <laughs> Without life to spare, I am nothing. When you only have one life, that's what makes it special. Go get him, Tiger. Hey! Take it easy. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Oh. I am boots. The wishing star is in the dark forest. We step through as one. Ready? One, two, after you. Wait, what? Oh. Dog? Still alive? Let's go find out. Wait. That poor dog. They do that dog so dirty throughout this whole movie, man. <laughs> Pedal. Man, fuck that dog. <laughs> <laughs> you part of the problem, sir. No. You were part of the problem. Saw you over there shaking your head. Oh, well, you hear the return of some voices such as the very smooth Antonio Banderas and the very sexy Selma Hayek. And we'll talk about some of the other voices that are in here in a little bit. But uh, let me just say, man, the opening of this movie gets you right into it, man. I, I, have a, I feel like the opening of this movie really does bring the energy that the audience needs for a film like this. If you're making an adventure film... It's funny. Today, if somebody says, man, name one adventure film that I can use an example on how to get the audience in the mood, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I would say Puss in Boots. Go, go, take it. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It's I, a, it is a thing with, with uh, action movies, sequels, spe specifically, that they open with a big action sequence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, the thing with this movie here is that it does a great job at setting the tone 
for the rest of this film in a way that you'll be surprised at least how I saw when I get to that part. But man, it, the, the thing with that opening, it is so fast paced, man. It's almost crazy. This movie opens up at, at 100 miles power, man. And it was funny because, you know, I, I when I was watching this, because it won't stop. <laughs> it, it does it, go on for a while. It, it, it will, in a good way. In a good way. No, yes, it, 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 will, it will not stop. It starts to, too. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, the, the, and we're talking about within 10 minutes, this movie is insane. It's crazy. And there's a moment it takes a lull, and then that cat finds a cup of coffee, <laughs> and he takes that coffee to the head. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loses his mind. I, he, he that cat starts tweaking. His eyes got big. His pupils start dilating. His fur just starts getting puffed out. I mean, he starts twitching, and I was like, "Oh shit, here we go again." I thought, man, I hope he does not pass a line of cocaine <laughs> because because if he does, I, I'm out, man. Because my heart won't take it. My heart would explode in my body if it does that. I had to, uh, man. It was it, it, it's an it's amazing that this opening sequence works at all. Because in my eyes, it really should not. Because I would have a complaint normally for anybody else doing this and it didn't work, I would say there's just too much happening. It's everywhere. There's just, because there, there is a lot of things that in any other movie, they just probably would not work together as well as they do here. Um, you know, first of all, it's a rousing musical number when it opens up that keeps getting faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's even a point where, I mean, it's fast already. <laughs> and Puss says, hey, double time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's stepping while he's doing it. I'm like, man, your feet don't get caught on fire, <laughs> man. Um, and, you know, it's a mixture of all kind of different styles, too. You know, at one moment, it looks like your average DreamWorks movie. And there's another moment, it looks like uh, it's an acrylic painting. Uh, and then the action kicks in at some point. And then the, the animation goes into a frame rate where it gets it gets all choppy looking. Uh, and so I can see some people complaining about that. Cause you know, I look at it, if you look right here, see, you can see how it was like starting to like look a little choppy, like the frame rate has even gone below 24 frames. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised myself if they did that to save a little money. Yeah, I was yeah, like, no, like, 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 yeah, I was like, this is an odd artistic decision because it's only in the in the in the biggest yeah. action sequences yes. with the most stuff happening. Yeah. And I was like, is this just to save computing power? Because you're like, man, our servers are worn out. And <laughs> why, 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 why are we breaking our ass yeah, on this? Yeah. It's it's crazy already. But I would tell you, when it gets that choppy, then because I was thinking like, oh wow, you know, it looks like a, now it looks like a graphic novel because mm. they do it's choppy, but they do make sure that all the the poses and the framing is very action packed. Yeah. So it just man, it just adds to the chaos. So I'm sure they try to save money, but they're looking at dumbass like me, like, oh, it's so stylistic. <laughs> yeah, right. but, but, but they got me. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's one. It's one way you kind of don't know. You're like, is this a stylistic choice mm -hmm. or is this a money saving choice? I don't know. Oh, but you More know, time saving. Hey, listen, if you're, you know, when I look at this, if you're, if, cause when I say it looks like a, a, a when I say it looks like a, 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 a graphic novel, or maybe even a manga or an anime, you know, because they come in and they make sure that, all right, it might be choppy, but things are going to be framed like that, like you see in a comic book. Mm -hmm. You got speed lines. Yeah. You know, you got blur lines from weapons and whatnot. So it's, it's no, it's, it's, it's cool, man. And then the storytelling is all over the place. Like at first, 
It's a party with the hero celebrating his own legend. And then it's Puss fighting a tyrannical leader. Just took off his, his <laughs> took off his castle and just threw a party. Yeah. Dude, he comes in like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, the governor. The governor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even then they said, no, that's it's not, not enough. It. You gotta top that. And then just out of nowhere, they bring it, they wake, they man, they partying so hard, they wake up a sleeping giant across the field. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, an earth giant. Shut up all that goddamn noise. <laughs> Trying to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, Grinch, like, I don't give a shit about this party. Yeah. I'm trying to get some quiet. And all this, all this chaos is going on, and, and Puss is still like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't give a damn. He's like, hey, hold on, y'all. Like, hold on. I just got a couple of sips left. I got this. Y'all keep partying. <laughs> No, you are not flying. I will save you. Save me from if it's convenient. You lunch me, and the rest of you play double time. He's <laughs> <laughs> his own now. Yeah, I, lo- I man. love that song though. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. You know, it works, and the reason why it works is because even though. There's so many different styles being mashed together. There's so, you know, the stories everywhere. They just, I mean, with no explanation, that giant just comes out of nowhere. He does. I mean, yeah. we just, because I was going. He's like, is there a fairy tale connected to this giant? Maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, they just like giants, you know? <laughs> Somebody said maybe they saw tr- like Troll Hunter or something, and they just said, hey, let's put a giant troll in here because it looks cool. But, you know, it works because the, the comedic writing is so snappy mm-hmm. and it moves so fast. And the visual gags are so clever. It almost is very fitting that all these things are coming out of nowhere because it's so frantic. It just fits. If yeah, the the the, the, the you know this out of nowhere, just uh, anything goes storytelling. Just goes along with the crazy pace of this. And I was like, man, I'm I'm loving this first beginning right here. Yeah, I'm amazed. And as I see you were too, because I you know we was Martin. I was up there laughing our ass off, man. And miraculously, you know. The audience, they go with it. You know, they, they from what I was seeing with the audience, we were, they, they, you know, they went with it. And they were happy to do so. I feel like it doesn't give you a choice. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's like a tornado that you just get swept up in. Yeah, it you, really even is. Even when you have like a, what about, it's, it, we're on to the next thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, that is very much true, man. Yeah, it's insane. And everything just fits because of this. And it just this crazy pace that they put together with it. And see, there you go where I'm talking about with the mm-hmm. graphic novel look yes. of everything right there. I love the I love the animation, the art direction here, man. Uh, but the reason why this sets up the tone of the movie so well uh, is, and it's not because I don't think it's because uh, it's, it's it reflects that the rest of the movies is fast and this crazy. You know, I don't think that that's the case at all. The reason why it sets up the tone of the movie so well for the rest of the film is because there are periods where it's not that crazy and not that frantic, you know, and not that insane. Uh, And the reason why that's good is because when when Puss is forced into retirement, you saw that fast paced adventure that we had at the beginning. 
where, I mean, not only is he going out there and defeating his enemies and singing a song, but he's entertaining the crowd. Mm -hmm. He's celebrating himself. He loves this life. I'm puss in boots, damn it. But then once he's forced into retirement because all his lives are gone except for that ninth life, and after that it's done, uh, you feel bad for him while laughing at him. You know, people, it's, it is it is hilariously sad what happens to him, man. <laughs> and what a dramatic turnaround it is oh, suddenly. Oh, I feel... I feel so I feel, I feel so bad for him, man, because I mean, you know, it's the thing is, you know, it's hilariously sad because you're seeing this great adventurer that's reduced to living in a cat lady house, you know, living this depressed routine of eating dry food and shit in a box day by day by day. Well, especially since they show his breakdown. <laughs> Where it started, he like, man, I, ain't, I, I'm better than that. Yeah, down oh, yeah. to like, well, let me try it until like, okay, I'm just like everybody else. Oh yeah, no, he's beaten into this. He just succumbs to his fate. It's a great gag and it's great storytelling. It's great visual storytelling at the same time. Because while he's, <laughs> because you know, while he's sitting up here, while he's, while he's, uh, uh you know, sitting up here shitting in his box all the time. You know, uh, uh, he's trying to justify his existence, man. But he can't because all these other cats are just watching him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's sitting in a box. There's other cats that are just looking at him, just staring at him. And he doesn't do anything about it. He just looks at him and just, you know, at first he was kind of, don't look at me. Don't do that. I'm embarrassed. I was, in a great, I was a great adventurer. Now he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm shitting just like the rest of y'all. It's like somebody who goes to prison and then finally accepts that this is, this is my life now. Yeah. Yeah it, yeah, it really is. He succumbs to his fate, man. And, uh, you know, this is where the, uh, the movie really starts to take on. Uh, the real tone of how this uh, the rest of this movie feels, because at this point, after after this moment, the movie starts to become a Western. I mean, it was a, it was a swashbuckling adventure before mm -hmm. and a fantasy. Uh, and now, at this point, it takes on a, a, a very Western feel. You know, the the it goes from whether it's the retired gunslinger or when the adventure kicks back in. Uh, it turns into like, you know, a full Western adventure. And all, what's cool about this for anybody who's old enough to remember these things. So, you know, Puss in Boots, he's more of a, he's kind of a Zorro character. You know, so this, so there's a lot of this movie that has like a Spanish, a Mexican feel to it. But when they get into the Western part of this, it also starts to feel like a spaghetti Western mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. With the music. Yeah. The bad guys that are chasing him. Right, right. Mm -hmm. The themes. The themes. Yeah, the theme songs. You know, and it's it's just, it's just fun, man. It, it and that and that's great because, you know, with uh, with Puss in Boots are Puss in Boots coming from the Shrek property. All of those movies have had to depend on a certain brand of writing that while it might have seemed funny at first, I don't think it's completely aged very well. You know, like the first Shrek movie was was very, very dependent on uh, pop culture references. Right, right. You know, and that's, that was and that hasn't really aged that well now. Because it's time for you to meet today's eligible bachelorettes. And here they are. Bachelorette number one is a mentally abused shut in from a kingdom far, far away. She likes sushi and hot tubbing anytime. 
Her hobbies include cooking and cleaning for her two evil sisters. You know, that's a reference to like the dating game, which now a lot of kids come up now, they don't even know what that is. Yeah, which you, might be kind of cool, you know? You, like when you watching that, do you get, get the reference at all? Nah, not at uh, all. Which still, you know, hey, look, it might even work to his advantage. It might be storytelling that, that people think is really clever. Yeah, but for true. us, it was just kind of like, okay, there's this a lot of pop culture references in this movie, Shrek, and that's what's really making this movie what it is. Uh, I think, you know, what they've it, done today is better. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, at the time it did that, it was like one of the first cartoons to do it. And yeah. especially do it well. And it was so much of the part of their brand. It was a lot of fun. Little did we know that that would become a thing that so many cartoons would do that we would be like, enough of this already. Yeah, yeah. They, they start using it as a crutch rather than what their humor was about. Exactly. But, but, but yeah, Puss in Boots always kind of, like, that's what made him a successful breakout star from Shrek is that he kind of did his own thing. I mean, it still, you know, had a foot in the in the world, but he, was, he, had, his, he had a different flavor. Yeah, no, that, that's very true. And you know, I, I'm, in, I'm really impressed with uh, how much depth the other characters in this movie had, you know, the especially the villains. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, when watching this, you know, adding so it, they have these villains that also add to the Western feel of this because they're bounty hunters. Yes, you know, and uh, and Puss is being pursued heavily by them. You know, he has wanted posters all around town or whatever this town he goes to. So that's again, you can see how much this is turning into a Western. But you know, they're, look, they're funny characters. Or some of them are, at least one of them is actually very threatening. Uh, and the designs of the characters are great. But as the story goes on, you know, most of them reveal that there's that there's more to them. There's more to their villainy. Uh, and, you know, I'll let you see the movie to, to see what happens and how they grow into, you know, what they are. Um, you know, the only character that is probably, uh, I don't even have a, I don't, and I have no image of that character. Oh, there, no, I do. There he is. Let me see. Hmm, because the character I'm talking about here is, because you know, you got different characters here. You've already saw the three bears. Uh, you saw a character that you could say is probably the big bad wolf. Uh, you don't know who that character is. Oh, Jack. Jack Jack Horner, little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his Christmas pie, putting his thumb and pulled out a plum and said, what a good boy am I? No, he's an asshole. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a psychopath. Yeah, he's a true psychopath. He's like the, he's, he's like the, if you want to take a, a, a typical two-dimensional villain who's nothing but evil in the movie, then he would be the one. And even then, they that's something that they play on. They know that they're dealing with a, with a villain who has nothing but evil to him. Yeah. So they actually add, and I'm not going to tell you who it is because they don't show a man in the trailers, but they have another fairy book character that comes in and actually makes that joke funny, man. They, 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 they actually let you know that they are self-aware that they are dealing with a two-dimensional <laughs> asshole. <right there. laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's hilarious, man. Uh, who who does the voice? John uh, Mulaney. John Mulaney, who actually does a good job. Yeah. I mean, somebody told him, damn, man, you were just dead inside. <laughs> and he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, at least I know me. At least I know who I am. Hey, he embraces it. He really oh, does. Yeah. No, he really does, man. Not saving nobody. <laughs> no, no. But... And y'all gonna have to excuse my language because there's no other way to put it. My favorite character, who's voiced by a Brazilian actor named uh, Wagner Moura. Oh yeah. Uh, my favorite character is the big bad yeah, wolf. wolf. Oh yeah. He, that's a bad <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is not no PG villain no, right here. No, no. Because <laughs> he's nothing but intimidating. No, the whole and just time. playing with you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, he is a bad motherfucker, man. He's getting way cool, cooler than Puss in Boots. <laughs> and, and Puss in Boots knows it, man. When old El Lobo came around, because 
Puss in Boots is known for talking shit. The whole time he's fighting, that bull came around. He shut the hell up. Man. He didn't say nothing. <laughs> humbled his ass quick. He should yeah, humbled his ass quick, man. Yeah, he stopped talking shit real quick. Hair starts standing on end. Yeah, sit up there with a mouth all open. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. He completely got in his head. Oh, all he had to do was whistle and. and I know. Oh, oh, where is it? And he got that cool ass whistle when he coming. <laughs> and puss like, oh shit, is that him? I mean, had his ass shook. Yeah. Every time he saw a shadow, like, is that him? <laughs> is that him at the door? Oh, I ain't getting it, man. <laughs> I never do this, but can I get your autograph? I've been following you for a long time. Sign right there. <laughs> Pussy it, but slaps in the face of death. Bounty hunter. So I've heard. You will find your reward does not come easily. This I tell you. Everyone thinks you'll be the one to defeat me. But no one's escaped me yet. Uh, all right, let's get it over with. Fear me if you dare me. <laughs> oh shit. What? <laughs> Wait, wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Start over. And, now, yeah. and every time that wolf came around, he had that look on his face. Oh, shit. <laughs> Breathing I, hard. That was the moment in the movie. I was like, damn, puss, you a bitch. I ain't never seen you like this, man. What happened to you? You, to me, you, understand, you understand why he's like that. Yeah, yeah. But that whole scene, I was like, this is like uh, that scene with uh, uh, Boyd Holbrook and, and Logan. When oh, he yeah. came up on him, you know, like, ah, the Wolverine, as I live and breathe. I'm a fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's... Walking up fucking with him. Yeah. All right, if you want to get down to Spaghetti Western, like I said, for any some of you older fans out there, consider him like a Lee Van Cleef type character. Mm -hmm. if, any of you, if any of you have seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, or some other Spaghetti Westerns with that guy. Yeah, that, that character is amazing. And the design of the character is done so well, man. Um, first of all, the animation is awesome. It's probably my favorite piece of animation I've seen this year with this character, man. Uh, and what I love about the character, not only the design is great, but the animation is great. And the reason why is because he goes from being really cool and seductive because, you know, he walks in, he's never, but he ain't never mad. Yeah. He's always confident. He, he knows you're going to lose. And he can always come around with that whistle. Mm -hmm, the whistle and the smile. Whistle and the smile. But then he can go from being, you know, that real charismatic character to just being insane and feral yes and those with those eyes going crazy man just wild and i loved it man i loved it i i saw that and i was like you know i don't buy a whole lot of merchandise from uh from from movies and whatnot but i would wear that on a shirt right there mm. that you can get from shopify <laughs> <laughs> we had to know that shit was going somewhere <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i came at you like that you it, can see it, it, it started to it started to, to <laughs> I'm shopping five. Somebody sold it. I would get it. But I got to take a word out for our sponsor real quick and talk about Shopify and let you guys know that you can even get your business going. I mean, if you're a creative person, you, you, you make things, then go on over to Shopify. Check it out. If you're a creative person or you have some other business out there, then Shopify is where you can build an online store, a light of to discover new customers quick and grow your store very quick and also build a following to keep those customers coming back. Shopify has all the tools that'll help you out. I think they even have a 24 seven line that you can go into and they're willing to, they ain't looking, they can't be successful if you're not successful. So they are looking out for you, but they also have all the sales channels 
that'll help you get your business growing and keep it growing. You know, they have they have a, 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 an all in one commerce platform that goes all across all mediums like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. And I'll tell you, they got 24 seven support and they got a bunch of libraries full of educational content. They're trying to make sure that you're successful. They want to see you successful, man. It's good business for them if that's if that's the case. Plus, ain't nobody out there trying to get you into business only to see you fail. That's just bad business. <laughs> 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 you know, it's uh, they have so many people that are using Shopify, man. So many new sellers around the world that are using Shopify. I used Shopify at one time, and the reason why and we did that when we had uh, uh, spill. When we were selling stuff on our mm, own, mm. Uh, we we used them to sell things that we had that we want to sell online uh, that you know, a store couldn't cover for us if we were already partnered with somebody or something else. But the other reason why I want to talk about this and I chose this this partner to come in and advertise for is because I thought of you out there. A lot of you are very creative. A lot of you you do make things all the time. Some of you are selling those things. Some of you are not, and you should. I'll give an example. You know. This was made by one of our toasties right oh, here. Oh, that's right. These, these are plushies of myself and my wife, Mia. Uh, I already showed you some of the figurines that people, this is a 3D printed model of Mr. Toasty right here. You know, so many people have given us gifts that they made and I always tell them, hey man, if you're not doing it already, you should go over to Shopify and sell those things, you know, uh, because you can definitely build a customer base behind that. So I want y'all to try this. And you know you start to be making things like that. What I just showed you. And there's a there's all kind of wares and business opportunities that you can have with Shopify. And you can find out with a free trial if you go over to Shopify and type in Shopify.com/toasted. That is S H O P I F Y dot com. Toasted is T O A S T E D. Go over there, put that in, and get your free trial and start selling anywhere and everywhere. And I want to thank Shopify for sponsoring this portion of the show. I want to thank all of you out there, as always, for your support. Um, I was telling you that I liked that there was more to the, uh, to the characters in this movie here, which there are. Uh, you know, uh, though sometimes those characters don't make sense, I have to say. That's one of my complaints about the movie, because there's, there's a lot of characters that I like in this movie a lot. And even in, look, it's a it's a family film, so I don't want to go too deep with it. But mm -hmm. and I have to stress family, not kids. Family, you don't you know, so you don't. You're going to take some of these youngsters in there and they're going to get kind of shook up a little bit looking at some of these scenes. There are people who die. <laughs> Horribly. <laughs> right? I mean, was, there's no getting around. <laughs> yeah. Help me. <laughs> let me. Let me Let me. just say it right now while I'm on it. There are people who die. But if you were henchmen, you're probably gone. Dude. You die badly. In this movie. Like Martin and I looked at him. There was a scene where somebody died and we like, God <laughs> damn. Yeah. They stripped somebody to the bone in this movie right here, man. And you just have to see it. So if you have little ones, it's a darker film than what it comes across. Now, it's not that dark to where, you know, like I said, kids can't see it, but little ones, mm -hmm. little ones. I mean, mm -hmm. as I showed you, you know, there's some intense scenes when the big bad wolf comes around. You know, there are some just straight up death scenes. You see people die. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of nightmare fuel in this. It, no, I mean, it I mean really, really is. It's just even that image of the wolf. 
right there. You bring a little kid in there, they're going to be dreaming about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get your little ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really, I was surprised at how far they took it. Uh, you know, they pushed they push the PG here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. even a moment where a person boost looks up, look at somebody and says, what the hell are you talking about? You know, yeah. it's it's they, they are making this more of a family movie, which means that in the biggest sense of the word, this can be enjoyed by adults with no kids around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or this can be enjoyed with kids that, you know, if your kid ain't no little punk ass or something, they can handle it. Uh, <laughs> Hey, you know you got some. Hey, you know, respect to the kids we saw with because none of them were like, oh, oh shit. shit. I think they just I think they took one little bitch out and he was and he was uh, he was the only one. But the rest the rest of the kids, they were they were down. They yeah, were yeah. with it. Uh but you know, so I'm not trying to, you know, go too deep and nitpick on this film, but there were some characters I didn't understand completely the motivation for. Uh and I love the characters. A Goldilocks and the Three Bears, who were voiced by uh, uh, Florence Pugh as Goldilocks and Olivia Coleman as Mama Bear, Ray Winston as Papa Bear. I always recognize his voice right off the bat. Oh, you know, he's about as evil and British as you can get. <laughs> Ray Winston is great, man. But the uh. Three Bears, I loved, man. And they're, they, they're, again, designs for those characters are done well and they're very funny in the way, they're like a crime family. Right. Mm-hmm. And at least they, they want to be a crime they family. They want to be a crime family. I mean, they come in, you know, uh, uh, busting through people's homes like the mafia, interrogating them and, uh, very, if, you know, and and they take their time to reveal that they are actually the three bears. So it's it's really funny the way they bring them in. Them cats ain't gonna risk their lives for this daft little pup. You're just saying that because you want to eat him. I do not. I just want to pet him with my teeth. Stop thinking about your belly, baby. In fact, stop thinking. Period. You'll just hurt yourself, you muppet. <laughs> You ain't helping, man. He's like, boy, you such a little instigator. He's like, you gonna let him say that shit to you? He's like, you don't want to instigate Oh, I wouldn't let her talk to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you look like a big bitch. <laughs> boy, but there's a funny, I ain't gonna say what it is. There's a, there's, man, there's a funny follow-up to this mm-hmm. scene right here. Because mm-hmm. even bears like, damn. Uh, but, you know, they're done well, but I would say that when I was telling you that the villains, they, there's more to them. It's the same way with these characters here, but their turn didn't really make complete sense to me. And as I said, you know, uh, the motivation when you really get down to why they want this, this, well, they're looking for the star also. Uh, if you, you know, if you really, really logistically think about it, I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I, you know, I, I, I talked it up to that they, they just aren't very smart. That, that, that could be it too. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, see, I see what you're saying. It's not really. It's not really fleshed out as well as it could be. Yeah, it's it's not the strongest. Well, I, even Kitty Soft Softpaw, her motivation, I was like, yeah, uh, you're going through a lot for something that's not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. really make a whole lot of. All right, nah, nah. Some of these characters just need to be thrown into the action, and what the, their motivation and goals for being there just that's secondary, which is I think a weakness in the movie, man. Uh, if you ask me. Um, but I, I, one character I thought I was gonna hate, and I ended up loving, man, was uh, was Petal, voiced by an actor named Harvey uh, Gillian. He's the he's a little Chihuahua in here. Yeah, and uh, Harvey Gillian, uh, he's uh, he plays Guillermo on uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, okay, all right. I don't watch the show, so that's why I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I like I like him in, in this movie, man, because for one, that 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 dog is sad, man. 
There were so many opportunities. I mean, they, they talk about how sad this dog's life is. And there were so many opportunities to take this, especially being a family animated movie, to take it and just, just try to make it too emotional to the point where it would be sappy. But, but you think about it, his, his, his whole thing, his character is similar to Whitey from Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, yeah. Except you like this. Story. Except you like this character. But the only thing is also what helps is that he's stupid. You know, you don't, he, he's the living example. He's the prime example of ignorance is bliss because mm -hmm. he yeah. don't know how sad his life is. He don't right. know how bad he's had it. And he's had it bad, but he just keeps on going with a smile on his face. He, he stays chipper. And that could have been annoying. They could either stop the movie and make him really sad. And, you know, there was could have been a moment where, like, uh, uh, <laughs> put some boots are like, oh, he is so bad to the dog. And he's like, no, the whole way, like, man, fuck this dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no one, this dog, he doesn't even deserve it, but no one really likes his dog. And I'm just like, man, it's funny. It makes it even funny because the dog doesn't have it coming because he's not that annoying. He's just very positive. He keeps a positive outlook. He, he's, he's so positive that you can insult him to his face and he would just see a positive spin on it. Really? And that's what keeps it funny that they never had that real sappy moment with him. You're a talking cat? I'm a talking cat. Let's talk. I'd rather eat. Oh, not a problem. We can eat and talk at the same time. No hablo inglés. ¿Hablas español? Yo también. ¿De dónde eres? ¿Te gustan las siestas? I don't speak Spanish either. <laughs> Funny. Uh, okay, good talk. Oh, hang on. Pickles? Is that your name? I'm no expert, but you don't look like a Pickles. Well... You don't look like a cat. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Full disclosure, I'm not a cat. I'm a dog. Hi, Baba. Meow. <laughs> 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 Man, it's, it's, so it's little touches like it that. It is, it is. Throughout it's, this it, whole it's, movie. It's filled with that. Yeah, throughout this whole movie, man. You know, and that's, and that's, that's what made this movie so enjoyable to me, to, to watch, seeing moments like that. And you know, there are other things that work and you wouldn't expect them to, to be otherwise. Uh, Selma Hayek, Selma Hayek, and, uh, and and Antonio Banderas. Man, uh, first of all, Antonio Banderas scared the shit out of us. He's the scariest thing in this movie. When that movie opened up, you remember? Oh, that's right. Hola, I am Antonio Banderas. When it popped up on the camera, we're like, oh shit! Yeah, because his head was ten feet tall, and he was in our face, right in our, in our face in the theater. Yeah. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the cinema. Damn! Everybody running out like Godzilla attacking. So John Antonio Banderas. We're both Martin are like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, but uh, him and uh, Salma Hayek, man, look, they got so much chemistry that they probably weren't even recording the same room. Maybe they were, but their chemistry is so good. That it, they've been like, working it, together for so long. For so long. That, it, that, that they, at this point in their long career together, where they worked in so many movies together, uh, even if they're not in the same room, which could be a possibility here, it still works. I there were times I questioned if that was Salma Hayek, in as much as when she plays cartoon cartoonish characters, mm -hmm. she can be annoying a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> like you think, like like in like in the uh, the Hitman's bodyguard, or especially the Hitman's oh, bodyguard's yeah, yeah. wife, wife's, wife's bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, and that that other movie with uh, Owen Wilson that she did just recently. Um, but here she was very, you know, laid back and she was everything that this character needed. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of those things you're talking about with her, it's the writing for the character. Sure, sure. Because I like Selma Hayek a lot. Who doesn't? Yeah. But, you know, uh, 
I saw in the hitman's wife, bodyguard's second cousin, grandfather, yeah. cousin, niece, nephew. You know, I, when I saw that, I was like, I hate this character. Mm -hmm. and I hate her. I right, just, right, I hate right. The way he just wrote this character. Um, you know, uh, I would say that, uh, it, you know, this is a, what is it, like an hour and 44, something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 144. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that it's slightly, for me, just there was a point in the middle where it's just probably slightly dragged. Ding. Just oh, oh you, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Loving this movie, but there's a point in the middle, or maybe toward the end middle, where it dragged, and mm -hmm. I think it because because there, you know, it's the hunt for the MacGuffin, mm -hmm. and you know, yeah, you got your three, you know, groups going after it, but and they're battling back and forth. But there was a point when it became kind of repetitive. With, with all that, where yeah. it's like, you know, you, we we could we could lose some of this physical stuff and mm -hmm. just and get to it already. Yep. Yeah. No. I, that's what I felt. I mean, it was, it, it was you know, it, and I say it's only because the pacing is so good mm -hmm. that you feel it when it slows down. Uh, and and I you know I felt myself getting a little anxious. I don't know why. Maybe because I want to move on to the next thing so quickly. But I just felt something was just not. Right at this no, moment. No, I, I, because I, I could feel it just even between you and I, where we had this big high when it starts. <laughs> and then even like it comes down in tone, it's not like you lose it. It's like, mm. oh, this is so much more interesting. Mm. But there's a point where you start to feel like starting to wear a little bit, like mm. deflating something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I know it's going to pick up again, but we kind of here for a while. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's get this going. Yeah. Again. And they just exhaust you too with so much. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're probably thinking like they need a breather. And maybe we do, but I think just. I don't know. Maybe the movie could have a little been, been a little bit shorter because you're right. It does get oh, a little just repetitive. All different things they had to go through with that map. I'm like, yeah. we, don't, we don't need all these. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't. But you know, I, I, like I said, it's so good that I that, that that's probably why I felt that drag. Uh, but I mean, you know, this might be up there as my favorite animated movie of 2022, or at least even with something something else that's out there. You know, it's probably going to be up there with, you know, all the good movies I've seen this year, like with uh, Turning Red, uh, Sea Beast. Uh, the, the, oh, the, Sea Beast. I keep forgetting yeah, that one. Turning Red, Sea Beast, uh, Bad Guys. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. League of Super Pets. I mean, this is going to be. No, stop it. <laughs> He's just throwing the animation movies out. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, y'all hear it. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm stopping the conversation in case people have, you know, a lot more to say. So I'll get my rating after y'all are done. But, uh, you know, please. Well, you, you've covered a lot of things, I felt. And it is one of the one of the, one of the better animated movies this year. We've had a lot of really good ones and that, that haven't been all the same. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and so there's something in this movie. It's kind of a, a lesson in there that I just kind of noticed is that like Puss in Boots, he, you know, he legitimately was a legend. Great singer, fighter, dancer. Everybody loved him. He did all these things. Yeah. He was fearless. And there's something about the fact that, you know, him thinking he's immortal, had all, all these lives. It just kind of shows like what a human can do when they feel invincible, like when they when there's no fear, it just shows that 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 potential. I mean, yeah. he's not human, but it just shows you like as a person, like this is all stuff you could do if you just didn't fear. Like, what if I can't do it? What if, what if I got it wrong? What if I'm not good enough? Yeah, he didn't have that, and he just excelled. Uh, it made it harder when he got taken away from him. Also made him reckless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely made him reckless, but it also he he achieved so much doing it. But uh it's it's an interesting thing because 
when it's taken away, when he realizes where he is and he's having this existential, you know, I want to say midlife crisis, <laughs> life crisis. <laughs> yeah. um, it's normally with something like that, a character who hits this point where we got to take him down a peg. It's because they've been arrogant to the point of being an asshole, yeah. which, which he wasn't. So it as a viewer, it hurts that much more to, to watch him lose that. Like if he had if he had been too much, he'd be like, well, that's what your ass get. <laughs> but here it's like, oh man, I, I, you lost your mojo. You know, I, I'm I'm hoping you get it back, but it's not going to be the same. But it's just it's interesting for for you know what is an animated family film how deep it is, and it's not even pushing that so much. It's just kind of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything <clears throat> you said with the animation, and all it just you know it's just that bit where some of the motivations and the way it slows down, you know, at at, at, at a midway point. Uh, this is the only thing I would really kind of take off for it, but if I, I for me, it's it's a low full price. Okay, what about you? Well, you're talking about the part where like it slows down a little bit. I didn't feel it at all. Maybe because yeah. I kept pausing the movie because I was watching it digitally. Uh, so maybe I didn't feel that. Oh part yeah, at okay. All. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah. what pausing does help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but look, I wasn't really going into this expecting too much, but. When I finished the movie, I was like, wow, this is actually one of my favorite animation movies mm -hmm. of the year. Just like both of you guys have said. Uh, I love the characters, except for Pedro. I hated him. I'm sorry. I know y'all love him. I know Pedro, what the fuck his Pedro. name is. I hated him. I'm like, I, under, I understand. I understand. But it's like, you're coming across so annoying to me. You know? And I'm just like, everything he's doing, it just annoys me. Now, I see how y'all love the character. And, and to each his own. But I just I just hate it. I couldn't stand when that dog was on the screen. Pedro. Yeah, but fuck him. <laughs> I, couldn't, I could not stand that. Perito. Yeah, Perito. Perito. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, what's his name? Jack. Uh, uh, Jack Corner. Oh, Jack Corner. Yeah. Jack Corner. I wasn't really a fan of his character because I'm like, honestly, if you take this character out, the movie doesn't really change that much mm -hmm. to me personally. I can see that. Um, but I mean, yeah, he was there just to be just to be a prick, pretty much, just be a complete asshole. So I was like, there's not a lot to his character. So I didn't understand why he was in the movie. But you know, Puss, man, this is the movie where Puss is fighting like so much adversity, and I like really enjoyed watching that in the film, uh, especially when it came to him fighting the the bad bad wolf. Oh yeah, man, I loved those scenes so much. I loved the animation on the bad bad. I wolf. couldn't wait for him to come back. I know, yeah, when you hear the whistles, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and funny thing is, like whenever he was whistling, I got scared. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm sitting there by myself, like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm like, I, I love those moments where he just in the background, just looking at this moves too. <laughs> I got you. Yes, man, I I loved it. Yeah, to push, to a point where I was like, puss, I don't know how we gonna defeat this guy. <laughs> but man, there was there was so much to love about this film. Uh, like I said, one of my favorite animation uh, projects of the year. But you know, when it comes to DreamWorks, you like you can always kind of expect something like that. Um, man, my rating is a. I get a full price. Yeah, um, nothing for me. Nothing more for me to really say. You know, everybody put the ratings out there, so I'll put mine full price. Yeah, I really had a had a great time with this. Um, funny thing is, if they had kept going and didn't have those complaints I had, this would have been a better than sex movie for me. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, damn, this is perfect, man, for me. You know, it yeah. had everything I want. But man, you know, those legitimate criticisms came in. But you're talking to somebody who's criticizing the movie. If you go see this and you not had that, you don't have that frame of mind. No, no, you have a great, you have a yeah, great time. It's a lot of fun. Time. So it, it, this is the movie to see for the holidays, mm -hmm. right? Because the whole family can see this and the whole family can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend this 
for a holiday movie or whenever it goes to video. Uh, this is one I'm gonna be putting on. And I know I'm gonna do this. This is what I'm gonna be putting on just to watch some of my favorite animated parts, especially Batman. with that wolf right there, yeah. man. And like I said, if nothing else, that beginning. I mean, if you just walk in for about 15 minutes and then walk out. <laughs> you know, it's, you, you ain't walking out of here. <laughs> no, 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 you ain't going nowhere. Sit your ass down. 